In this relationship with God, being obedient is what we are always told, right? Obey God. Obey his voice, his commands. Well, how do you do that? If you've been following with this podcast, you know I've been sharing about obedience, surrender, hearing and listening to God, and I am not done yet. It's time for some do's and don'ts when it comes to obedience. And in the next 20 minutes, I'm encouraging you and challenging you in your own relationship with God so that you can live this life on earth and receive all he has promised to you. So let's go. Welcome to His Word, My Walk, where my desire is to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and yes, even challenge your body. I'm your host, Kayla, just your girl next door, Christian mentor and life coach. For the next 20 minutes, I'll be here in your ear to drop some truth, encourage you, lift you up, and share insight from my own life about how God's Word and my daily walk go together. So lace up your sneakers, head out the door, and let's get into it. All right, y'all. I told you last week, I didn't think I was done sharing about obedience and probably surrender. And here's why. God just keeps teaching me. Maybe these are topics that we never fully figure out or come to the end of, you know? Actually, let me just say this. In your relationship with God, there is no finish line. And I think that's difficult for people sometimes because our society is so focused on reaching goals, on graduating, on finishing what we start, completing the task, checking off that box. And don't get me wrong. I'm there too. (laughs) Like, I love a good checklist. I love a day planner. I love setting goals and seeing progress and achieving those goals. And still, when it comes to my relationship with God, I fully know and fully understand there is no finish line. There is no, I know it all. I did it all. I finished it. You've probably heard it before. If you're still breathing, he's still got more for you. More for you to do, more for you to see, more for you to receive. And I dig that. So if you've been setting goals in your relationship with God to finish, I think I want to encourage you and challenge you to shift that. Maybe it's with the Bible. If you're saying, I want to finish the Bible in one year, or I will read one Christian book every month, or I will go to church twice a month, or I will tithe this certain amount this month. First of all, I totally get it. (laughs) I get the mindset because that's how we live. And like I said already, when it comes to your relationship with God, I truly want to encourage you to focus on growth, not finish. Focus on the real part of the relationship, not just the date that you think you should complete something by. Let's go back to Joshua for a minute. Oh, y'all got me like all up in this before I even share what I'm really here to share today. Imagine that. (laughs) Sometimes I feel like you just get to see into my thoughts, how I process things with God. And I guess that's kind of the point. And that's truly what I desire to live as an example with. Okay, so Joshua chapter 1, verse 8, it says this, Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. Um, okay. (laughs) This is what the Lord says to Joshua. Study this book of instruction continually. Like, don't just read it and think you're finished, but continually. Meditate on it day and night. And do you know when the Lord spoke this to Joshua, do you know what he had? He had what's referred to as the law, the first five books of what our Bibles today look like. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. That's all he had. Like you could knock those off pretty quickly. Joshua could have read these and thought, done. 
But that wasn't the Lord's instructions. The instructions were to study continuously, to meditate on it day and night. He goes on to say why. Why study the Bible continuously? Why meditate on it day and night? So you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Again, why? (laughs) He tells Joshua, only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. Joshua was like going into battle. Joshua was on a lot of serious missions. Joshua wanted to succeed and succeed with the Lord by his side. Okay, this is transitioning well for me now, and I want to keep talking about obedience. Let's stay right there in Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. So you will be sure to obey everything written in it. See, this isn't about a book of rules. Obeying God isn't about being, quote, good or even hitting some standard the world has created. We have it so twisted sometimes. Like sometimes we think as believers, as Christians, we need to do good. We need people to see us doing good, to receive good from us. But the real truth is that we are to be obedient to God. Not live in a way that the world sees us as good, but in his eyes. Okay, let's just flow right into these points now. I have to share these points today because, yes, we are keeping going about obedience. I swear, God keeps teaching me day by day, week by week. And, like, there's always more. There's always deeper. And that's why I know for sure that there's no finish in this. There's no, oh, I know it all. God always has something fresh. He never wastes and he never runs out. In previous episodes, I was sharing about obedience and surrender, how to surrender to God, what comes first, obedience or surrender, and truly focusing on the relationship with God. So make sure you go back and listen to those episodes too. Well, today, I want to share a couple do's and don'ts when it comes to obedience. I've got three sets of them, three do's and three don'ts, and they go in pairs so you'll be able to follow along easily too. Let's go. Number one, do listen to God. Don't listen to the world. Sounds pretty standard, right? Totally does. We say it all the time. I just want to obey the Lord. I want what the Lord has for me. I desire his will, not mine, right? Even Jesus said it, not my will, but yours be done. So how do we do this? Because we aren't perfect like Jesus was, but we try. We have the desire. At least that's the hope. Maybe you need to check in with yourself right now. Do you desire to be obedient to God? If you don't, then like I say every week, ask the Holy Spirit to help you examine yourself. If you need some motivation, if you need a boost, reread Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. Heck, read the whole chapter or the whole book of Joshua. Do you see why God tells Joshua to be obedient? Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. Those are the Lord's words. And no, I'm not here saying prosperity and all that. But what I am saying is God's word is the truth. And how he spoke to Joshua, that principle and that truth still applies. Do you know that what I see as success now in my life is not what I saw as success years ago? See, this is what I think changes. When we are obedient to God, we begin to see through his eyes. We see success through his eyes. We see ourselves prosper through his eyes, not the world's. 
And it really is this simple. Like if I'm obedient to what the Lord says, then I will prosper and succeed in what he has asked me to do. And I will receive and recognize the blessings from him because I know that his plan for me is good. I know his plan for me is to prosper me and not to harm me. He tells me that in Jeremiah 29, 11. his definition of prosper, his definition of not to harm, not the world's. So don't get it twisted. Oh, I'm loving this. I feel like I could talk about this for so, so long. Okay, but back to the point. Do listen to God. Don't listen to the world. How do you know if you're listening to God or to the world? Well, one of the best checks I can tell you is this. God does not and will not contradict himself. So if it doesn't line up with his word, with the Bible, and with his character seen throughout scripture, then you probably need to go deeper. It's so easy for us to listen to the world. The world is loud. Influences are loud. So much is loud. And it's nonstop. Like we really need to purposefully and intentionally listen to God. Oh, if you didn't listen to the episode about listening to God just a couple episodes back, what a game changer. Even in my own thinking and my own understanding of listening to God. So, so good. Hit that one up. The world right now is so like rise and grind, hustle, do all the things, be busy, sleep when you're dead. That's what makes you important, right? I'm so busy. Hey, can we get together? Oh, I'm super busy. How are things with you? So busy right now. It's my busy season right now. It's like busy has become this popular status that we throw out there like it's a great thing. Because in the world, I guess it is. Or at least we portray it as such, right? But with God in the kingdom... I don't believe he wants us to live like that. And here's why. In Matthew chapter 11, Jesus is speaking and he says, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear and the burden I give you is light. Those are Jesus's words. So (laughs) as much as there is work to do, because the Bible also talks about that, and yes, we have to labor, these words of Jesus help me to know if I'm listening to God or listening to the world. How burdensome is the task I'm trying to do? How heavy is it? And what makes it feel heavy? Obedience to God isn't easy. It doesn't just come naturally all the time. But I believe it's not about doing, 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 doing and wearing yourself out so much so that you think you don't even have time to spend with him. Maybe that's your check right there. Do you have time for God? Is your main reason you say for not spending time with him, for not reading his word, is your answer always, I don't have time? Um, I'll leave that for you to think through. Okay, I'm going to change this up a bit because as I was writing these points, as I've been talking through them now and everything going together, I just realized why focus on the don'ts. So no more don'ts, just three do's when it comes to obedience to God. The don't, well, it's the opposite of the do, clearly. So you're going to remember these points and I want you to focus on the do's. So first, do listen to God. Number two, do just what God says. Oh, this one right here is so good. You might be like, duh, Kayla. And yeah, that's the point. But let me elaborate. A couple weeks ago, I was on the phone with my friend Lauren while hiking, of course. (laughs) We plan these walk and talks. Lauren is a health coach for Christian moms. And if you need another podcast to listen to, which you should, Healthy and Empowered Living with Lauren Joyce. Check that one out. 
So Lauren and I met in this year-long program for Christian entrepreneurs, and I just love what God's done in our friendship, and he's used us in each other's lives to further our own callings and ultimately reveal more of Christ to the world. So Lauren was sharing with me how she had just been feeling. Oh, by the way, I totally have her permission to share all this with you, and I'm using her real name and a real story because it's real, and she said I can. So God gets all the glory, and she's an additional great resource for you, especially if you're a Christian mom working on your health. Well, she was sharing with me that she's sure God told her to release one podcast episode a week this summer. Now, in business, especially in the online space, to-do lists can get pretty wild with all the things to market yourself, your business, promote what you have going on, find new clients, serve those whom God has already sent to you. It's a full-time business for real. And what Lauren shared with me was this. I'm struggling with feeling lazy, but everything else seems to frustrate me and the kids are off school now and I just want to be present with them. Perks of having friends who have a heart to serve, hear from the Lord, and pour into each other. My question right back to her was, what did God ask you to do? And she was clear in her response. Her response was, release one podcast episode per week. Okay, so why are you thinking you need to add a bunch of other things on top of that? Being obedient to God means knowing when there's a comma and when there's a period. Now, I'm not like all-knowing and all-wise, but I've shared before one of the times I know God speaks to me is when I'm serving others. Like I know that truth was from Him because it made me examine myself. (laughs) It made me rethink some of the things I had on my own to-do list. See, when it comes to being obedient to God, we are to be obedient to God, period. He doesn't need us to add something to what he has said. Again, going to God's word to confirm. Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 2, Moses is speaking to the Israelites about just this, being obedient to God and the commands he has given them. And here's what Moses says on behalf of the Lord. Do not add to or subtract from these commands I am giving you. Just obey the commands of the Lord your God that I am giving you. Wow, that's so real, y'all, and so, so good. What have you been adding on top? How many addendums to God's instruction have you written and attached thinking they are necessary, thinking they would make things better, make things flow faster, reach other people more quickly, and advance the kingdom and your life at the same time? Let me tell you the freedom that Lauren felt after our conversation, like the real confirmation of her hearing from God clearly. Later that afternoon, she texted me and she said, one podcast recorded, check, to which I obviously sent a well done kind of meme. Eight days later, another text from Lauren that said, also, my obedience to one podcast episode a week is now resulted in a client. God is good. See, when we truly focus on obedience to God and what he has asked us to do, period, We release the pressure we're putting on ourselves. Lauren was actually not looking for a client. She actually let go of that for the summer and was feeling relief to only focus on one podcast episode per week and her family. And look at what God did. Income, abundance, and serving others. Oh, it's just so good. Okay, so the three do's of obedience to God. Do listen to God. Do just what God says. And number three, do give God the glory. That text from Lauren, did you catch what she said? My obedience to one podcast episode a week has now resulted in a client. God is so good. God is so good. Do you give God the glory? 
Please don't let me catch you saying that you pray and talk to God, ask him for help, want to be obedient to him, and then you also talk about the universe worked it out, or, oh, it's just a coincidence, I'm so lucky, or, you know, even saying things like, I'm blessed, I've stopped saying I'm blessed as much as I probably used to, and I started naming God naming Jesus. God is good. Praise the Lord. Yes, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to go back to the verse in Joshua that I shared from the start. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. As I grow in my relationship with God and as I spend more time with him in his word, there are so many times I read the Bible and my reaction is, duh, (laughs) like obviously, obey God and then you will prosper and succeed in all you do, duh, seek him in all you do and your plans will succeed, obvs. Again, he knows the plans he has for you. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. That's Jeremiah 29, 11. So if those are his plans for me, then the steps he has laid out are for me to get me to that. So when I'm obedient to his voice and follow the plans he's set out for me, clearly that will lead to the prosperity in the areas of my life and not to the harm. Clearly, that will lead to a hope and a future because that's who he is. That's how he rolls. That's literally his truth. I don't know how to make this more clear. Do give God the glory. Check this out. You can give him the glory at any time, like before you even take the step. You can praise him in advance. You can give him the glory in faith, knowing that the plans he has for you are so good. Remember what the Bible says about faith? Hebrews chapter 111. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Y'all know I read the New Living Translation of the Bible every day. So here's what it says in there. Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It's the evidence of things we cannot see. The moment I'm obedient, the moment I say yes, my faith is activated and my faith shows the reality of what I hope for. It's the evidence of what I can't see yet. That's faith. That's faith in God and in his plan. My faith in him is what helps me to walk in obedience. Obedience to God doesn't mean easy. It doesn't mean smooth sailing. Was it easy for Jesus? Was it easy for Paul? Was it easy for Job? Was it easy for Ruth? Was it easy for Mary? Literally, I could probably go through every person. And like, not just in the Bible, people you know now, me, you. When I left everything in Arizona in 2019 and moved back to Canada to help and be with my mom and dad for the final eight months of my dad's life, was it easy? Honestly, the easiest part of the whole thing was the actual act of saying yes and being obedient right in the moment to what God said. God said, go home. Going home was the easiest part. What came after that was not easy. It was hard, like harder than hard. And when I thought the hard part was over, it didn't get better right away. It actually got worse mentally for me. But eventually, like eventually, (laughs) like more than a year later, eventually, I saw and I gave God the glory as I said yes to him again, as I still upset stepped into obedience again, as I, with tears in my eyes, hurt in my heart, frustration in my mind, said yes to God in obedience. And again, eventually, I saw and gave God the glory. 
Like my, my personal desire right now, my like goal, if I could call it that, and I'm going to say this out loud here because this is true and this is my own vulnerability to hopefully help you grow too. My personal desire is to shrink the time between my obedience and that eventually part of giving God the glory. It's like when you're training and you want to shrink your recovery time, right? The more in shape you get, the less recovery time you need. That's kind of what I'm in right now with God. I'm putting myself in training. I'm putting myself through that in our relationship together. My conversations with him include things like, Holy Spirit, help me to recognize God in this. Increase my faith in this. Help me to see confirmation today. I truly want to shrink that eventually until it's gone. So I'll be obedient and glorifying God simultaneously in the same situation. My faith and my trust in his plan will be so legit. I'll be so close to him that there is no doubt and no delay in my praise. When I say yes, I will immediately glorify him for what is about to happen. No longer waiting. That is my desire. So as you're hearing God speak to you, as you're listening to him, I want to encourage you to be obedient and remember these three do's of obedience. Do listen to God. Do just what God says and do give God the glory. Before you go today, I have big news for you. Bible Journaling Bootcamp is open for enrollment all the time now. It is an evergreen program now, meaning that you can enroll any day, Anytime. And in this 30 day program, you will go from inconsistency, insecurity, all the questions in your time with God, to confidently spending time with God in His Word, reading the Bible, understanding what you're reading, interpreting Scripture properly, and hearing God speak to you right where you are in just 30 days. No calligraphy, no fancy handwriting, just you, your Bible, and a notebook and a pen. This 30-day program has changed women's lives, and I am so, so honored to be offering it open all the time. In these 30 days, you get two 30-minute one-on-one calls with me, and then monthly group calls. You have lifetime access to this 30-day program. This $99 program will change your relationship with God, whether you are a new believer or you have been a minister for 30 years. This is the program that will get you jump-started, that will get you into it, that will get you understanding God's Word, reading His Word consistency, and hearing His voice just for you. Head to hiswordmywalkpodcast.com right now and enroll today. Thank you for joining me this week. My prayer is that this episode was able to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and challenge your body. The His Word My Walk podcast is here to serve you. So if you haven't already, you can check out more of my programs and services at hiswordmywalkpodcast.com. You can also find me on Instagram at Kayla Praise. If you could do me a quick favor and leave a written review in your listening app, I would really appreciate it. I'll see you next time.